Hello, this is the Tattooed Reverend. Today's topic is a very controversial one, and that is Christians and tattoos. You know, listeners, there's a lot of commentary going around about tattooing and the believer in Jesus Christ. The main scripture that concerns most people with regard to tattooing is this little verse from the Old Testament book of, Levit of Leviticus. It says in Leviticus 19.28, Do not cut your bodies for the dead, and do not mark your skin with tattoos. I am the Lord. Now at first glance, this passage seems to indicate that tattooing is forbidden for Christians. Now to understand God's word correctly, we must always examine the whole of scripture and look at the particular context of a given passage. If we neglect deep study, we will never truly understand the intent. We need to look at the word or words of any passage in full connection with the surrounding verses and in context with the historic setting of the time of its writing. So when we study below the surface of this text in Leviticus, uh, we then will see very clearly that what God says about tattoos is quite different from what most people think. The verse quoted in this uh, verse of 1928 is a part of a larger passage of scripture that I will read to you now. And I'll begin in Leviticus 19 and starting in verse 26. It says this, Do not eat meat that has been drained of its blood. Do not practice fortune-telling, or witchcraft. Do not trim off the hair of your temples or trim your beards. Do not cut your bodies for the dead, and do not mark your skin with tattoos. I am the Lord. Do not defile your daughter by making her a prostitute, or the land will be filled with prostitution and wickedness. Keep my Sabbath days of rest, and show reverence toward my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Do not defile yourselves by turning to mediums or those who consult with spirits of the dead. I am the Lord your God. Now in this passage, God is speaking to his covenant people, Israel. He is specifically telling them to stay far away from the religious practices of the surrounding people groups of that day. The prohibited religious practices in these verses include things like eating bloody meat, fortune-telling, certain haircuts related to the priests of false religions, cutting or marking the body for dead relatives, cultic prostitution, and consulting with psychics. You can also see similar warnings in Deuteronomy chapter 18. All of these practices would lead God's beloved people away from him and toward false gods that were not the one and only true God. And in the midst of this context, we find the word translated here as tattoos in verse 28. Now it's important to note here that the context of this passage is not one of body decor, but one of marking oneself in connection with cultic religious worship. The tattoo marks described in Leviticus 19.28 were clearly related to false religious practices. The word translated as tattoo in our English Bible is a Hebrew word of ka-aka. The word appears only one time in the Bible, right here in this passage of Leviticus. And this word, ka-aka, literally means to cut. 
but taken with the surrounding words in context, it indicates a cutting that left a mark imprinted in the skin. So it could have been a form of branding, scarring, cutting, or a process where ink was inlaid into the skin. There isn't enough data to fully define exactly what this word literally meant. However, we translate the word ka-aka in this passage, and it is most certainly used in the context of cultic religious worship. The prohibition against ka'aka, translated tattoo in most of our Bibles, was to keep the Israelites from being involved or affiliated with cultic worship practices. The tattooing of today is much different than that what was in the original uh, Pentateuch where this was written. Today, in our culture, tattoo is a decorative means of self-expression and personal decoration, much akin to piercing your ears or your nose. In our current culture, people modify their appearance for beauty and personal expression in many ways, such as clothing choice, makeup, plastic surgery, haircutting and coloring, weight loss, bodybuilding, and so on. Some of these practices have a history in ancient ritual and false religion, but in our cultural context, they don't denote a, con a connection with evil or a false faith. In the same way, Tattoos today don't link the wearer to cultic worship practices, and it's not generally practiced for ancient religious purposes. You see, today, tattoos are for ornamentation. They're for expression. A further reason to believe Christians are free to tattoo their bodies is that the Old Testament believers are not bound by the Old Testament laws to gain or regain a right relationship with God. You see, if we were to obey the laws of the Old Testament, we would also be bound by rules that would restrict the eating of shellfish and pork, wearing various hairstyles, wearing of clothes made from two different fabrics, and even eating cheese on your hamburger. Yeah, it's true. Some also feel that modifying the body somehow defiles God's creation. I've heard that many times. People asking me, don't you know your body is a temple? and so forth. But if this was true, would it be right to pierce our ears or correct a deviated septum or cut our hair or clip our fingernails or get a tan or use braces on our teeth? You see, each of these previously mentioned practices modifies the way we were originally created, some permanently. So here's my point. Getting a tattoo is a deeply personal choice that falls in the category of personal appearance, deep personal meaning, and is vitally connected to the freedom of the believer in Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul reminds us that the Old Testament law was designed by God to lead people towards Jesus. Well, now that Jesus has come and set us free, we're not under the law for good standing with God. Our right standing before God comes from placing our trust in Jesus' death on the cross to pay for our sin debts, not following the Old Testament regulations. The Apostle Paul puts it this way in Galatians chapter 3 and verses 24 and 25. He says this, let me put it another way. The law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. And now that the way of faith has come, we no longer need the law 
as our guardian. You see, as the New Testament followers of Jesus, we are not under restriction in the area of personal decor such as tattooing. Tattoos of today can describe images that merely please the wearer or have much deeper meaning to the owner, like many of my own. Many Christians today are tattooing themselves, not in tribute to a false idol or anti-Christian deity, but with great love for the one true God and creator. Many of my tattoos are Christian in nature. Many today utilize this permanent marking as a way of giving glory to God. I myself have found my Christian tattoos attract many questions about my faith and provide me a lot of opportunities to give God glory by allowing the storytelling of his love to those who aren't convinced yet. See, hear, and experience the testimonies of tattooed followers of Jesus. You'll be glad you did. So in closing, let's not get hung up on the outward appearances, but let's look at the heart of the matter. This is the Tattooed Reverend, and God bless.